Hey everyone, this is Olivia from Bolivia and thank you for tuning in to today's episode where I share with you um, our surf lessons that we recently had two days ago as well as today how we felt these super weird vibes and what that all meant. Um, surfing has been super um, eye-opening for me, for the both of us I should say, and it has brought lessons that we did not even expect about life and about how to work with the laws of nature and so yeah it's a very interesting episode where I share this experience that we have recently had with you guys so I hope that you find some inspiration to get out of victimhood and into ownership and to learn how Balinese local women fight so yeah keep listening and enjoy Hey everyone, this is Olivia from Bolivia and thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. We are in Bali, Austin and I. We have arrived here a few days ago and we have been experiencing quite a lot, including geckos and rain and toads and, well, today, funky vibes. Apparently I still have espresso eyes, Olivia says. <laughs> she can tell whenever I drink coffee, I separated from her for uh, a couple hours, let's say, and then she comes back and uh, apparently I have my eyes like super wide. Absolutely. You Can you still tell? Do, you're totally <laughs> freaking me out right now as we speak. Take a deep breath in and sigh it out. <laughs> I'm just trying to contribute on my end to drinking all the coffee in Bali. Right. You're really working fast at that. A good pace. <laughs> Keep it up. Yeah, someone's got to sleep. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if you guys felt it today, uh, December 16th. I didn't quite get to Googling what is happening, but I for sure felt some weird funky vibes today. Like, we went to the beach, we were uh, co-working, and, uh, well, you can you can share this part of the story. Of- well, the first part <laughs> of the day, we woke up and everything was super nice, like normal, very right. timely Right. Even had a walk on the beach, like in the morning for the first time since we've been here. Yeah. And <laughs> the second time we went to went to the beach today was after we were co-working at some different space for breakfast. And as I canceled one of my calls because uh, the Wi-Fi wasn't so good, I went out to meet Olivia, who was chilling by the beach bar. And something was escalating behind us. We didn't know what it was. They were speaking some other language. Yeah, I heard a thump on the floor. And at first I looked back and I saw a helmet on the floor. And I thought, oh, well, maybe I was just crazy. And I thought that someone had stomped their foot like super hard, like hard on the floor. And I looked back and I thought, okay, no, maybe it was the helmet. Okay, yeah, it must have been the helmet. It, it was the helmet for sure. And I was like, no, that helmet's been there the whole time. And then I was like, oh, that's strange because it sounded like a like a like a super <laughs> hard thump on thump on the floor. And then this lady was talking, and her voice started to like rise, like the tone of her voice. She and- was she was talking to the two bartenders who were minding their own business. They were like on Instagram or doing whatever <laughs> Balinese bartenders do, and they're not serving anybody. And this, yeah, this like lady wrapped in all kinds of garments was like <laughs> grabbing onto the guardrail of this bar, hanging off of it and like yelling at these ladies. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I didn't, I mean, seriously, I don't think I have ever witnessed a girl's slash women's fight 
And today was my first. Yeah. And I didn't even know what to do. I was like, and I was, well, I was having a, an afternoon uh, beer and I was like, should I like leave this? Should I, I don't know what the protocol here is. <laughs> and I, I looked back and Austin's there being like rolling up his sleeves, being like, well, someone's got to like jump this, in so here. So this lady, okay. <laughs> we just casually skimmed over what even happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. So... We're like, okay, you know what? There's no Wi-Fi here. I was still trying to work. You were trying to work a little bit. And we're like, okay, well, let's get going. I don't really know what these crazy ladies are doing behind us. So we started to walk inside to grab our bags, and things escalated. They started yelling at each other. Yeah. And this lady, I don't know what happened. She, like, jumped over the, the fence or something. And it's somehow the one of the female bartenders and this lady, this gypsy lady, were in close quarters and the lady who had initiated it who olivia thought was the helmet but it was actually the lady <laughs> stomping her foot on the floor was grabbing this bartender by the hair they, and were, they were locked like, in yes they were locked in and the the blender from the bar fell onto the ground and made another big thud again not a helmet and these ladies were like pulling each other's hair and like trying to hit each other but you can tell they have not been in fights before they were not pro Beach, mm. beach fighters or anything like that so i'm like and then people are like you know <laughs> sitting in their chairs in the sand like turning around because they hear some commotion they're like four bintangs deep I'm like hey hey stop that <laughs> not doing anything like in between sips they're yelling at these ladies to stop and i'm like okay i'm the only one here that's been drinking water so i like ran over there and grabbed this lady and she i've never seen a woman this size so determined yes so determined like she was squeezing this lady's hair and i was like trying to pry her fingers off right thank goodness you carry coconut oil always in your pocket <laughs> <laughs> it's olivia's coconut oil yeah i grabbed her wrist and finally like pulled her wrist away from this lady's head with a handful of hair in it and like you know i felt like i was on cops or something and I yeah, pulled her off. And yeah. I was like, come on, let's go, ma'am. Let's go this way. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. you had her hands behind her back. Right? Yeah, like, just, like detaining her. Exactly. And just walking her away. And like, and then the lady started to, well, breathe, you know, because she was so furious and enraged. Yeah, we all started to breathe when that happened. I was starting to shake. And yeah. And, um, and then I, you know, I got closer and I Olivia was, was auctioning her off. <laughs> I was asking for the locals to, you know, the guys, the men who were around witnessing this to come and assist because you know here we are these two white tourists you know just trying to have a jolly old day at the beach <laughs> you know breaking up this fight and we didn't know because they weren't even speaking Balani uh, Indonesian because I, I understand I no <laughs> I do I do understand Indonesian and I know that this was not Indonesian because I would have you know caught a couple of words here and there this was Balinese so it, it was something like real serious in any case, though, yeah, someone did take over and take charge and, you know, claimed her <laughs> as one of their <laughs> villager ladies. One of their own, yeah. <laughs> one of their own. And, uh, well, we paid our bill. Uh, we got no discounts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, come on. <laughs> you would think. And, and, yeah, and then we left. But we kind of, I, I felt like we carried those funky vibes, even though we parted ways and we, like, it was done and over. But somehow I feel like it, for me at least, I don't know. I We went, we had lunch and whatever, but I, it was sitting like oddly with me and uh yeah so we kind of wanted to address that today um olivia drove away by the way she was uh she was the driver after the 
yeah. after the bad, yeah. I bad figured, girls fight. Yeah, I figured that it, you weren't in all that best, you know, shape to. Draw. I was a bit shaky, even though I wasn't, you know. It's energy. I mean, it's the level of energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was a lot of, you know, she was enraged. So you had to deal with that level, yeah, that frequency yeah. of energy, and you had to remain calm. So I remember that I looked at you and you gave her a look that was very compassionate, in fact, and like very soothing and calming. And you were like, it's okay. And the lady got that message. I could tell just by looking at that interaction that she was like, that's where she remi she remembered to breathe again. So yeah. yeah. I, because like when I was grabbing her, I was being super self-aware to really breathe and like, yeah. be okay. Like <laughs> if I were to do that, right. I think I would have like started to elevate yeah. myself. And like, ah! Exactly. So you were holding space for yourself and for her. As I was well. breathing really deep and trying to like, just use Qigong. I don't, I don't know what that means, but yeah, sure, probably. <laughs> You're a natural. Yeah, yeah. yeah My so. natural fighter breaker ever. So yeah, so Put yeah, we've we've been experiencing quite a lot here. I mean, Bali's beautiful. And uh, yesterday we had our first surf. Was it yesterday? No, 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 it was Saturday. Two, two days ago. Today's yeah, Monday. the week the weekend. Yeah. Well, yes. So Saturday was our first uh, so basically yesterday. Surfing lesson. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I had always been, you know, the one mocking the surfer, sitting there on the beach, you know, <laughs> chilling with a beer, being like, ma ha ha, they swim all the way there just to try and catch a wave and then <laughs> exhaust themselves like losers, you know. Uh, all respect to surfers, all respect, especially well, now after my first lesson. Right, I'm right. like, whoa. Well, you know, what's funny is that this, you, you will like depict surfers, or I should say surfers are depicted in a certain way in media and news and wherever you would like before you would see surfers like beach bums yeah like beach bums like yeah. why why do all surfers have long hair why are they like you know they have a certain style of speaking they're always making the same hand gestures they're always like have this certain way of looking at life and you're like okay these guys like what are they on right and then you you actually go and surf and try and experience this and you listen to the people who have done it for a long time mm -hmm. Yeah, well, AKA we the had, instructors. Yeah, we like, had two Balinese instructors. And you're like, yeah. oh my god, wow! Now I, now I'm starting to get it. I'm by no means am I saying that I get what being a surfer yeah, is all about. Are you gonna grow your hair and go blonde and start Whoa, doing? Oh man, <laughs> okay, just ride it, all right. But yeah, there are certain things that you're like, okay, now I can start to understand why certain people are this way or why they are acting this way, and it's like. So deep into the way that they see it's the world. It's a philosophy. It's beautiful. It is a philosophy. It yeah, is a philosophy. It was beautiful. Like one of the things that our, uh, one of our instructors, we had two instructors, a younger guy and an older guy. And the older guy, of course, was like, oh, I'm better than the younger guy. You know, I'm more experienced and whatnot. So Then this whippersnapper. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he was he was explaining to us how to read the ocean and how to take action and how to also know when to not take action. Because if you were to fight nature and to fight the waves, then you just exhaust yourself. And I found that to be super, super deep. I'm not even sure that they are aware of how deep that statement is, you know, mm. when it comes to life and, and how to how to live a better life. So, yeah, that was one of the big, biggest things that I took. I mean, I thought that the biggest lessons would be like, okay, I got on the board and I was able to not like, you know, make a fool of myself in front of my boyfriend. But in <laughs> fact, it was like when he was speaking to us, I remember looking at you and being like, 
Whoa. And we both there? were like nodding Whoa. at each other, like, yeah, yeah. that's some deep yeah. shit. We're like the uh we're like the turtle on Finding Nemo. Whoa, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, right? Cowabunga. Okay, so what 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 was the orders guy's name? Uh Putu. Putu. Yes, Putu. Putu. So I said Putu. No, I didn't. I probably said dude. <laughs> <laughs> Other than basic technique, what about what is it? What is something about surfing that I would need to know that would enhance my experience by a lot? I probably didn't say those words because yeah, his English yeah. was just so-so. But we're I'm, trying to hack surfing. Are yeah, you kidding yeah. me? Seriously, like seriously. On day one, like mm-hmm. two hours, how well, can I okay, be a there's, pro? <laughs> there's only, yeah, right. There's only so much they can tell you. Okay, so, you know, uh, I'm going to turn your board around because we see the wave coming. Okay, now paddle, paddle. Okay, stand, right. Okay, this is all like technique stuff, but... What is it about surfing as a whole right. do I need to understand that most people overlook, but it's so basic that most most surfing, surfing instructors won't tell you unless they're asked specifically about it. And he said, he thought about it for a second, and he said, the waves come at uh, different size intervals. Right. In, first, three, in three intermissions, kind of. First, the the ocean will be calm, and then a small wave, a medium wave, a big wave, small, medium, and then it's calm again. And I was like, really? I didn't know. Yes, you know, you recognize that there are different size of waves, but I never thought about, like, the logic. I just thought it was kind of random. Right. Like, okay, there's one. Oh, that one was kind of shitty. I wonder when the next big one is going to be. You can tell that. There's a a pattern to it, and I did not know that, and I said, okay. Um, puto, put, put, putu. putu. I said, okay, Putu, is that specific for this Balinese coast? And he said, no, this is for waves all around the world. Right. Wow, I did not know that. And so intelligence he, of the ocean. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some sort of pattern to it. And then he went on to say, so you can read these waves and you can take them how you please. And how you approach the waves is how you can approach life. He said, for some people, they don't know the patterns of the waves and they will just wear themselves out paddling and paddling and paddling. And then when they get tired after going over small, medium, large, medium, small, they'll be tired and they will rest when the ocean is also resting, when they could be making the most headway. Mm -hmm. He said, see, I know that. Mm -hmm. So I will wait until the whole pattern goes until I see the small waves start to come in and, and decay. And then I will put my effort forth because I know I'll get much further and I don't have to fight as much. And this to me is aligning with nature, I would say. You know, and how often I see in my life how the times that I have been real, because I'm a Taurus woman. I mean, mind you, this is like. I'm a Taurus man. Yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yes. That's why we like to wrestle. But um, uh... being stubborn, being, well, you do have the coconut oil. <laughs> because we, you know, being stubborn and just trying to, again, the last episode, we talked about how I wanted things to, you know, to be like this false sense of control, right? And how we want things to be at our own time, at our own pace and and this sense of impatience. And so aligning with nature is just so much smarter. It's hacking the system basically by just, yeah, aligning. So that was a super big life lesson from surf that or surfing that I didn't see coming. Yeah, and he kind of went on. He said people get frustrated at the very, you know, when they're starting to surf and oh, I can't stand up, oh, I can't catch my balance. Oh, the waves keep hitting me. Oh, I can't. Right. He said surfing is just like life. 
You can't stop when you want to. Yeah. Things keep coming. Waves keep coming. It keeps happening. Right. You have to learn yeah. how to deal with it. And he, he also said that people, when they're starting, who can't get it, will blame the ocean. And they'll yeah, blame the exactly. waves. Yeah, it's, it's external blaming. Yeah, for sure. And being like, oh, why is this happening to me? Right? So it's this idea of like, you're the victim there. You're like, the ocean is something much bigger than you, mind you. I mean, it is It is a force of nature. Uh, it's literally bigger it, than you. It is, literally. Yes, <laughs> it is. But instead of, like I say, aligning with and being able to work with the laws of nature, um, this idea of fighting, right? So, yeah. Um, and this brings me to that point of victimhood and how often, for me as well, throughout these uh, life lessons that he was teaching us, how there is... The other side, the opposite, instead of victimhood, it would be like taking ownership of your actions and then therefore choosing for yourself, okay, now I'm going to rest. Now I'm going to go. This is a wave. I want to, you know, <laughs> and then you take proper action um, mm-hmm. by taking perhaps a step back and being able to read the situation and then act blaming, accordingly. Man. Yeah. And not blaming. Correct. Yeah. Because not taking it personally. Right. As mm-hmm. in like, oh, this is happening to me. Because as yeah. they say, like life isn't happening to you, but it's happening for you and when you get that realization then you can again align with life and then ride the waves of life yeah because if there's no waves then you can't surf man (laughs) (laughs) so you can say these these waves are crashing into me and like oh you know the the ocean's fierce today so i can't i can't do it meanwhile there are other people who see the waves as like oh my god i can't believe these waves are so big and rough yes i'm excited because that means i get to catch the Catch the the rip, baby. Yeah. Is that is that surfer talk? You're asking me, really? The, well, <laughs> well, let me Google it. Catch the lip. Yeah. yeah. So, just going from the you know all the stuff is happening to me for all the stuff is happening for me. You can take your take your surfing vibes to the land. And the other thing as well, and I was sharing this with you, is how the body can go for much much longer. But and I realized like at at a certain point in time when during our lesson, I was like my mind was very much like oh I need a break I need like I I'm done I need to rest I need to, and then and then I was saying to myself like it's only two hours you know and it'll be done soon like just get your practice get your you know get your money's worth if you want you know that's what I was saying to myself and just get out there and do it you know it's not gonna last forever so this this idea of like oh I can't anymore so the mind gives gives up much faster than the body the body can go for much longer Mm. and i thought i was telling you like i thought i would be so sore and i was even saying to austin like i don't want to be too sore because then on sunday we had planned and we did (laughs) go to ecstatic dance which will be a whole other episode in itself because that was epic but yeah he was like no 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 i don't want to be too sore um but yeah and so i put myself through it and i i i um i went through that um resistance on a mind level to to stay there to get on the board to you know and god bless yoga because i think that's what <laughs> helped me survive i found kind of the same thing actually when toward um you know it was past the hour not quite to two hours but i was getting pretty exhausted it's, it's tiring to do that man it's tiring but yeah my mind was saying the same thing like Ooh, maybe we should take a break. Maybe that's enough for today. Like, yeah. no wonder they put it at two hours because they know that they're ne- that yeah. nobody's gonna be nobody's gonna last for two hours. <laughs> this is what I was thinking. I was like, how could 
people possibly, I think even by the time we got back, it wasn't even two hours. Yeah, because you can't put a pause on the waves. You can't just right. be like, pause, and then just retake. Let it's me, let me assess happening. the situation. Yeah. Yes, you have to. Surfing is such a present awareness sport. Right. You, know, you so have to be there. You can't... Um, can't be looking ahead and it's worrying about Absolutely. anything. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, the wave's going to come and hit you, that's for sure. The wave's going to come and do whatever you want it to do, uh, basically, are if you prepare for it. Oh, God. You know, yeah. it will hit you or it will carry you. Yeah, I remember Putu there being like, hold on tight, this is a big one. And me be like, oh, shit, oh, shit, <laughs> it's, it's happening. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you can't, you can't avoid it, but you can be listening and be attentive and not die. <laughs> and there's there's something that comes to mind now that I'm recalling by um, Daniel Kahneman, who wrote Thinking Fast and Slow. He talks about the experiencing self and like the remembering yourself or something like that. I haven't read the book in a while, but it's something like the experiencing self, which is um, if you were to rate your experience as you were having it, and then after the experience is over, as you reflect on the experience that you had, how would you rate the experience? And of course, this is where the peak end rule comes in in psychology that generally you will remember the highest point and the very end. And that's kind of where you like remember the, uh, remember the experience, but it's like, okay, this translates from surfing into life again, because as we were there thinking, this is hard. Uh, maybe I should take a break. My body's going to be worn out. This is the experiencing self going through something that maybe uncomfortable it may be rigorous and you may be thinking like oh, i should just i should just give up now and like that will be okay i've gotten my money's worth because i'm tired and if i go more then i won't be doing myself any good mm -hmm. so this is the experiencing self but we have to remember that it's different than the reflective self mm -hmm. which is now that we look back we're like oh i'm so glad that i did go back and catch those extra what like five to ten tries mm -hmm. It's like, okay, if I didn't do that, mm -hmm. maybe I would have felt more regret or It also shapes character, like right? It shapes character that you know that when, when when it gets tough, you know, when you get called to like like press yourself for mental juice, I say, like you show up for yourself. You don't just quit and take the easy way out, you know? You're like, okay, I am gonna learn something deeper from this experience. So, yeah, I mean, it was my first surf experience. I can't say that I'm going to be a pro, but I I will take the lessons that I learned on that day definitely with me. Yeah, mm, I'm, And I've been through this experience before where whatever's happening in the moment really sucks. But I tell myself, and I've started to, to slow down on doing this because I put myself in uh, funky situations that aren't very fun pretty mm, often. Going with the theme of the day, funky. <laughs> yes, funky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where I will be in a shitty situation and instead of removing myself and like going to something more safe, mm -hmm. I will remain in that situation because I will say, okay, this sucks right now, but think of the story it's going to tell mm -hmm. later. Yeah, and I've superhero. Yeah, yeah. I've continued to tell myself those stories and even, even put myself in ridiculous situations or dangerous or uncomfortable or, mm -hmm. you know, situations that aren't very fun to be in because I'm thinking, I was thinking ahead of, oh, what kind of interesting life, what kind of interesting story am I going to be able to tell based on the shit that I'm going through right now? But what I've found is that these are just basically failures that I'm pushing onto myself. And that's been a narrative mm -hmm. up until recently. I mean, I would say up until two months ago or something like this. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, now I, I realize that my stories don't have to 
you know, make people laugh because they're so ridiculous and like, what's the word I'm looking for? Not uncanny, but just unique and an unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. People are like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you went through that, which is what I was going for, for people to be in shock and awe. Yeah. Well, this is uh, as well, just trying to stand out, right. Trying to be unique to Mm -hmm. be like, Oh, no one's felt this or done this or been in this situation, but at the cost of, but at the cost of what, right. Exactly. So yeah. Yeah. Well, staying safe. I'm sure your mom is much happier now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So where were we going with this? Oh my God. Yeah. Bali has been so interesting. Um, Mm, I think it's all, I mean, self-awareness is probably definitely. Yeah. The, the lessons that at least for me going through literally anything, I can always bring it back to, okay, I learned this lesson because I was aware of my thoughts and actions during this. And if I had just acted and not questioned anything that I did, then I would not glean these learnings right from this. right it reminds me in the yoga sutras of patanjali and you guys i mean I, I might have i might say this a lot uh there is this this concept this sutra of watch yourself catch yourself mm. which is as you are acting be the ever observer be the witness be the loving compassionate witness of your choices of your life so that you go through this waking life with this notion of like I I am aware. So then again, going back to you're never a victim because if you're choosing with a sense of awareness, then you can't say, oh, I didn't know, right? They say ignorance is bliss, but once you start to live an awakened life, a lot of responsibility comes to you, right? But it is to me, I would never look back and go back to living an unawakened life because this is giving your power away. And I find that even if life is tough, even if the waves are high, even if, you know, I, I choose to surf the waves um, with with self-awareness and, um, yeah, and never give up. Show up for myself. That's been beautiful. Yeah. You're an inspiration to us all, Olivia from Bolivia. Yeah. Thank you for your time. <laughs> well, it's nice to chat with you as well. Um, yeah, so hopefully this has been an inspiration for you as well. Thank you for tuning in and stay um Kawabanga. In the loop. Stay Kawabanga <laughs> in the loop for the upcoming episodes. Have a great one. Bye.